0: Within the courses at International Horse College, we only utilise methods that promote safe and humane ways of interaction between horses and humans. We only support safe methods of educating riders, handlers and trainers about horse welfare. International Horse College Dot com, Registered Training Organisation 31352. Today's guest is Carolyn Earle. Carolyn's been a real all-round horse person. She's done dressage, show jumping, eventing, trail riding, cutting, polo cross. She's not only ridden those, she's trained students the same way as well. Now, Carolyn's had a horse that show jumped and won at the Australian Championships. She's ridden dressage to Grand Prix. She's done eventing and she's really working on jumping equitation now, um, lunging, and in hand work. How are you today, Carolyn?
1: I'm very good, thank you, Glenn.
0: Good, good. Carolyn, um, would you like to start us off with an inspirational quote or a quote that you use when you're teaching?
1: Yes, I've been referring to a toolkit of skills for riders for many years and Kira Kirkland mentioned it in a conference a few years ago and George Morris recently said, develop a deep tool bag of skills to use on any horse.
0: So that obviously comes from years of experience of thinking, right, well, if it doesn't work, if this technique doesn't use with this horse or these aids or this that I'm doing, I'll go on and I'll do something else. That's got to come from a lot of experience though, hasn't it?
1: Yes, experience and horsemanship, I think. Yes, Um, yes. That's that's the the two
0: keys to it. Mm. And probably being able to realise that every horse is different. So, you know, two horses can present you with the same challenge but you've still got to read every horse differently and read them for their individual characteristics that they've got.
1: That's right. Basically, I look to a horse's confirmation, um, its previous training, its stage in in the whole training system, yep. and you choose what's appropriate in terms of lunging in hand work, j- free jumping, um, saddle jumping, whatever. The dressage exercises based on where the horse is at.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, Carolyn, how did you start with horses? You've had a wide variety of different types of riding and horsemanship, but, but the actual start, what what made you start or what gave you the inspiration to start?
1: I was always interested in horses when I went on holidays, as any teenager girl is. Yes. Every weekend or holiday we spent out of Melbourne in central Victoria with a family called the Clannies. who were a very successful show family. hmm They taught me horsemanship and my riding position, including riding bareback, which doesn't happen very often at this this day and age, and I'm indebted to them for such a great start. They did a a fabulously good job. Yeah
0: yeah yeah probably every girl's dream or every teenage girl's dream is to have a a friend of the family that you can spend the holidays and spend um you know and learn not just not just someone who's got a couple of ponies but a show pony a show horses who can actually teach you and uh, you can learn a lot from them yeah you've got a story about that have you I'd like
1: Oh, yes, well, basically they they did such a good job that I won my first riding class on one of their horses and beat their oldest daughter, as you do, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, run many champion girl riders subsequently.
0: That's that's really good. Yeah, but they were proud of you as well.
1: Yes, and it, it was a two-way street basically,
0: yes. Yep, yep. Now, you, your career first of all started off as a school teacher. Did you ever actually stop doing things with horses when you were teaching or that was just what you were doing on the side?
1: I didn't do any, any riding in Year 12, yep. as a lot of the people didn't. Uh, and my, horse, my best horse um, was started off then I'd, I'd purchased it and, it, and it had some very basic training with a very good friend. Mm-hmm. And I kept you know, competing as often as possible. So I rode my second horse it was, Gay Scott, an Anglo Arab, to A grade show jumping. And he ended up went on and won the Australian Show Jumping Championship. But in order to do that I decided to not continue to ride him and let him travel all over Australia to what were the equivalent of the World Cup event. Before.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Which is
0: a bit unusual. All right. So, who rode him at that stage?
1: So, I I had less bunning riding him.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So, after after the Australian Championships, he was shortlisted for the Olympics as well. Yes.
0: Very nice. Yep. Yep. Okay. Now, if someone comes to you and is thinking about having a career with horses, you know, as an instructor or working with horses or, you know, professional rider, what sort of personal characteristics and core skills do you think that they need?
1: Firstly, I think they need a willingness to learn more, to be open-minded. Yes. If they're going to be a trainer or a coach, they need extreme patience. <laughs> yep. If that uh, they need to have uh, or develop, if they don't have a philosophy or belief in about how horse, horses should be trained, um, to my mind, they need to be open-minded and accept all disciplines. Okay.
0: They're,
1: they're basically in my mind. It's important. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because you've certainly gone on and done a lot of things in all disciplines, which I think has been great. Do you think that some skills that you learn in one discipline has helped you with another discipline? Can you give me an example of that?
1: Oh, for sure. In the show jumping, if a horse found it difficult to do a certain thing, like uh, perhaps fold its front legs sufficiently, we had a series of exercises that we'd use. And so when I swapped over into dressage after a period of ill health, the exercise system... It intrigued me most because I'd already been in that space.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Good. Good. All right. Now, people who've influenced you, because you know you've obviously you started off with your with the family that were um, where you started riding, and you've gone on, you know, talking about show jumping and going on to dressage. Who's influenced you? Do you think within your career with horses? Who are the main people?
1: Beside my very good pony club instructors at the time. When I swapped over to dressage after a period of ill health, Nuno Oliveira, when I met him, he really matched the uh, job that my horse, Kay Scott, did. And uh, I thought, ah, that's good. And then I followed up that with his pupil, Miguel Tavora. Yes. In the show jumping field, George Morris's theory of jumping training is based on the French approach. Mm -hmm. And he's a very good trainer of horses.
0: Yes. And rider. Yes. And a previous guest. Oh, actually, not George is not, but hopefully you'll be on soon. Yep, yep. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? You know, in your career with horses, has been your biggest challenge? Ill health. <laughs> Okay, yep.
1: I've had two bouts of uh, Ross River fever, which Mm -hmm. stopped me from show jumping. Yep. And then I had the challenge of uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. So to claw my way back each time was a bit of a hard road, but it made me a better
0: person. But I think, you know, you think about humans, you know, us as athletes, because as far as like Olympians go, you know, you get to a certain level with running, with swimming, with a lot of other sports, and people reach their peak and then they go you know, I'd have to say downhill, but they reach their peak early in their career. Whereas show jumping, you can bring a horse on that reaches its peak and then get another horse that reaches its peak and get another horse that reaches its peak. So comparatively, if you're riding with horses, there's still much longer career, you know, within the sport than what we do with a lot of other sports.
1: Well, that that's been the interesting part. I'm of the older demographic, and there are many of my peers still out there competing furiously, mm. which is really nice to see. Mm-hmm. And and they don't plan to stop any
0: any time soon. <laughs> good, good. Now, who? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Horses. The main horses that have influenced you, who've influenced you. You talked about Gay Scott, but who who do you think?
1: Yes, well, Gay Scott was the biggest influence because he gave me a philosophy about how horses should go. He was yes. in self-carriage
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he was a natural talent and he did two-time flying changes by himself. I didn't teach it to him.
0: <laughs> I love that story. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. If I sit in a position of walk pirouette on a horse that's just been broken in it, it offers to do something like a walk pirouette. Yeah. Quite fascinating, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: Yes. And I had a couple of very handy dressage horses and my current or the oldest one, is now 27, Northern Apollo. He's still in work and even yesterday I was out on him in my jumping paddock thinking, <laughs> I'll just have a look at these four-time changes and try and tidy up his right canter in them. Yep. And we worked on a new skill and bingo, got them even better again good. at 27, as you did. Good,
0: do. isn't that good? <laughs> yeah. Now, out of all that, because you've done yeah. not just – and not just these horses, but you've ridden in quite a lot of different areas within the sport. Mm. What's been your proudest moment?
1: Oh, well, probably the fact that Gay Scott won the Australian Championships. Yep. But an interesting story was I was invited to the Prince and George Challenge at SOIAC on Northern mm. Apollo. Yes. And we were so focused, we didn't hear a crash in the indoor. And at the end, the horse and rider was startled when the audience clapped. I think I was in the
0: zone. I don't know how I got in the zone. I've probably never been in the zone again, but it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that good? It's good. Yeah. Now, I want you to think about in jumping equitation because jumping equitation is different to show jumping. I want you to think about the main differences between jumping equitation and show jumping. Do you want to talk to us about that?
1: Well, yes, I admit to disagree with you here. It's not actually different. The competition is different. I should say the, ju- uh, the, the judging, of, the it's yes, the judging yes. of it's different.
0: Yes, the judging of it's different. Yes, yes. Yes, the
1: principles are the mm. same. And mm. if you'd asked George Morris the same question, you would say there is actually no difference in yep. the, the idea. Um, so in the judging, we had to try and institute a system because nobody actually had any training. Mm-hmm. My position was very nice as a young person, and it got deteriorated as the years went by because there was no help. Really, mm-hmm. there was occasional person around, but not that many. So we ended up having two sections to the jumping equitation. One was looking at the rider and their balance and their skills, and the other section was looking at the horse, which is what most people do when they watch show jumping. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you see a show jumping rider, okay, just a show jumping rider who hasn't had any jumping equitation training, what do you think yes. is the main problem that you see and how to fix it, if you were going to get just the average show jumping rider and say, right, I'd like to polish you up and train you for jumping equitation, what would you be working on the most? Balance Mm -hmm. and feel.
1: I have two girls in my local area in Victoria who, one I trained from 8 to 14, Mm -hmm. their jumping position is immaculate. She went away then and she actually doesn't have... Too many skills, so you know, that's what she needed to back up. I saw another girl at a competition who had great feel, uh, jumping a metre 20, but was totally out of balance with the horse, however, wasn't interfering with it whatsoever. And I thought, well, you haven't had a lesson in your life, I'd love to help you, which <laughs> I currently have the privilege of being able to do. Oh, that's it good. A little bit. Yeah.
0: good, good. Mm. What sort of exercises mm. are you giving her to help improve that balance?
1: She had to learn. To take the weight in, in her leg in mm-hmm. two point. Yep. She was also trying to organise the takeoff spot far too much because she'd been uh, drilled in. You must get the correct takeoff spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, if you use your balance properly, you don't really need to think about it too much. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, just going on to the work that you do in lunging and in hand work. Can you give us some exercises or some training tips there that you'd use it, you know, when you'd use it? Do you use it more with young horses, with older horses that you're educating? Can you talk to us a bit about the work you're doing with lunging and in-hand work?
1: Yes. With the lunging, you need to sort of choose the techniques and equipment mm-hmm. that are appropriate to the horse's need and their conformation, basically, and uh, the stage that they're at in their training. The same thing applies to the in-hand work and they're all complementary. Um, I had one little horse when I swapped over from the dressage to the show, sorry, show in his dressage, that was totally unsuitable as a dressage horse. He had very poor conformation downhill and no movement, mm-hmm. but he had fabulous temperament. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, I trained him in-hand for two years to get him off the forehand. Mm-hmm. And one German rider hopped on him and sat in the position of PF, and the horse just continued to puff all the way around the arena.
0: <laughs> That's good, isn't it? It was,
1: it was a very interesting exercise yeah. because he was strong, he knew the exercise well and he was strong enough to do it. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Oh, Just let me interrupt you for a moment, just to let people know about the horse industry qualifications at Online Horse College. Have a look at the flexible options with online theory. The practical components can be completed by video or with a qualified expert in your area. That website, again, is onlinehorsecollege.com. Okay, thanks. Now, if someone comes to you and says, I've heard you teach in handwork. I want to do some, how would you start them or what prerequisites would you need to see them do before you said, okay, we're going to start this or with their horse?
1: Uh, I could actually start them from scratch. It wouldn't mm-hmm. matter with, without seeing them yep. do anything with their horse. I'd, I'd rather... Just see walk, trot and canter, mm-hmm. uh, just to see how the horse moved under the, under them mm-hmm. uh, and what we had to deal with because some thoroughbreds, you've got to be very careful of the outside rein okay. uh, because they've been spoilt by their pre-training and yeah, so you choose the, the approach that's Appropriate. People find it quite challenging because, as you know, we're all one-sided. Yep. And the one side works quite easily, the other side, they, they're totally uncoordinated mm-hmm. and it's quite different, but it does help give them a better feel for how the horse is responding to their aids, and it also, the balance that you use on the ground when you're doing in-hand work is the same as you use when you're right. So, um, fascinating.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And do you think there's an increase in in-hand work or a decline in in-hand work? You know, do you think it's more think popular or less popular? I think
1: it, 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 it's morphed into another thing called ground skills. Mm-hmm. There's a group of people who they say, oh, yes, I've done in hand, but they actually haven't done the classical sort of in hand. they are doing ground skills, which is nothing wrong with ground skills either. Mm-hmm, They're very, mm-hmm, very useful. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. But but just morphed from one to the other. Yep, yep. And, and also obviously as they found a need for the ground skills. Otherwise it wouldn't have morph from one to the other.
1: Did yes, well it hasn't morphed from, from in hand to that. It's it's just come in from another angle, I suppose okay. you can say, from more than that, the natural horsemanship okay. line. Yes.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Mm. All right. Now if you've got you've talked about the rider that you're teaching a show jumping rider. Have you got other riders that you're looking at? What what are you looking forward to?
1: What am I looking forward to? Yeah, well yeah. I absolutely adore training horses. Mm-hmm. Mine or somebody else's under them. Mm-hmm. And I adore Training them how to train. Yep. Uh, I very rarely need to climb on a horse because I'm lucky to be able to see from the ground what's going on. Uh, I do sometimes but not not very often. And I like mentoring riders that have horsemanship and feel.
0: Oh, good, good, good. Mm. Okay. Now, have you got a book that you'd like to recommend for people?
1: I was trying to think of something quite simple. Perhaps Carl Hester's down to earth dress
0: Okay.
1: Um, he's a very patient trainer. It's yep. an easy read for most people who don't know a lot yet. If you pick up Padaski or something like that, you'll get totally confused. <laughs> and he's mindful of the horse's needs.
0: Okay. Which is important. Yep. yep.
1: Yes. All and right. in the show jumping. Yes. I picked up a book in England in nineteen eighty. It was produced in seventy nine, called Training Show Jumpers by Anthony Paulman. And in it he's got chapters on <laughs> love this, jumping dressage. Okay. <laughs> Which at the time I didn't really fully understand now that I've studied dressage to Grand Prix. Yeah. It all makes sense. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. All right. Now what I'd like you to do is if you can sum up your philosophy. Into a lesson today, so that the listeners have got something that they can take away with them today and be thinking about.
1: All right. So if I give a lesson, I explain to people at the very start. I focus on three very basic things: your position, yep, the exercises that we choose, and the level of aid that you're going to work. Mm-hmm. And so basically, they pay attention to detail of the position, as it affects the horse more than anything else. Yep. If the position's wrong, the horse can't it can't go. Sure. They try to learn or develop your own exercises to solve training issues. Mm-hmm. So you can make some up if, if you can't, you know, you're a long way from a coach. Sure. And see if it improves. Yeah. And work with the level of aids that, that this is sort of really important, that work with the level of aids that's appropriate to your horse at its stage of training. A lot of people may have a lesson and the aids are far too complicated
0: for that, that horse at that
1: point in time.
0: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand that. You're certainly going to ride a young horse who's having his first couple of rides a lot different to a horse who you've been riding, training for a couple of years. Yeah. That's exactly right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, Carolyn, how's the best way for people to contact you? I'm on email. Yes. So
1: I'll read that out to you, yes? Yes, please, yeah. N-I-S-S-E-A-R-L, N-I-S-S-E-A-R-L, at optusnet. Dot com.au. My mobile is zero four zero nine nine eight five two six
0: two. And good. my home phone
1: is zero three five seven nine eight five two six two. Good, good. Oh, hang on, my mobile's two six
0: nine at the end, sorry. <laughs> I got mixed up between the two. There you okay. Go. Look for those yes. people who want to get the correct one, we'll have it on your page anyway, which will be at horsechats.com slash Carolyn Earle. Carolyn, wonderful talking to you today. It's inspiring, you know, talking about you using your, I suppose what you've learned in one area of horsemanship across to another area. And I think that's important when people want to specialise very early, but what if they've got a broad range of riding and skills I think they can carry on from one to the other and it's all horsemanship, yeah, even though there may be specific skills that they've got to refine, Mm -hmm. it's still horsemanship, yeah. All right, wonderful talking to you today and I hope to catch up to you again sometime soon. Thank you very much. Thanks, Carolyn. Bye-bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe.